This Women's History Month of Womanica is sponsored by LinkedIn. Let's talk about what is professional today. On LinkedIn, important conversations are happening around what it means to be a professional. Right now, LinkedIn members are talking about things like needing more flexibility around where we work, how we work, and even taking time away from work to focus on family or mental health, because those things should not stunt career development and growth. Instead, they should enhance it as we show up on our own terms. Professional is ours to define, and our authentic self is our professional self. Post your truth. Show the world the authentic, professional you. And join the conversations redefining professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, welcome professionals. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting innovators, women who helped shape the world we live in today, from inventors to activists. Our story today is about a woman who hated cleaning so much, she dreamt of building a house that could clean itself. Using her own money, her own hands, and several years, she built such a house. Her hope was to revolutionize housework so women wouldn't continue to bear the brunt of the burden. Let's talk about feminist inventor and artist, Frances Gabe. Frances was born Frances Grace Arnholtz in 1915 on a ranch near Boise, Idaho. Frances's mother died when Frances was young, and her father, Frederick Arnholtz, was an architect and builder. Over the years, he moved the family wherever his job took him. Growing up, Frances attended 18 different elementary schools. Frances often accompanied her father on jobs and found a sense of belonging and connection with the builders she met. But more than that, she was learning about their craft, too. By the age of 16, Frances had graduated from Girls Polytechnic High School in Portland, Oregon. A year later, she married Herbert Grant Bateson, an electrical engineer. Herbert had trouble finding enough work to support the family, so Frances decided to start a home repair and construction company. Frances ran the business, keeping her quite busy. Frances divorced her husband in the 1970s and went by a new last name, Gabe, which was her initials plus an E. The divorce was hard on her. Later, she said, I was sitting here alone, crying as hard as I could cry. Then I prayed. I said, Father, give me something so big, so all-consuming, so useful that it would use all of me so I could keep going. Then came the fig jam. It was the late 70s, and Frances, now a single mother, was sick of the scrubbing, dusting, and mopping it took to maintain a clean home when a mysterious stain of fig jam appeared on her wall one day, likely from one of her children. She had had enough. She grabbed a garden hose, but what if the house could just clean itself instead? It went from an idea to a plan. She later said, I thought I was just doodling. Then I stopped and looked, and there was the self-cleaning house. Frances worked on the house for 12 years until it became the self-cleaning masterpiece she dreamed of. There was a cupboard that could clean dishes without needing to move them, and cabinets in which one could hang dirty clothes to be washed and dried. In fact, the house itself was like a giant dishwasher. Every room had sprinklers in the ceiling that sprayed soap and water in circular motion. The sloped floors helped the water drain. Then hot air vents dried everything off. Everything in the house was waterproofed, from the furniture and floors to books and knickknacks. 
Francis's self-cleaning house was patented in 1984, and it included 68 separate devices she'd invented to eliminate every part of the cleaning of her home. It was a dramatic departure from the average house, but she hoped it might lead to a revolution in new self-cleaning buildings. Frances sunk thousands of dollars of her savings into this invention. She even toured the country, giving lectures and showing off a scale model of her self-cleaning house. In 1996, she told the Ottawa Citizen, Housework is a thankless, unending job. It's a nerve-twangling bore. Who wants it? Nobody. While Frances's house design never took off, it captured the imagination of the country. She and her house were featured on Phil Donahue's talk show and Ripley's Believe It or Not. In the early 2000s, a model of the house was exhibited at the Women's Museum of Dallas. Frances also gave tours of her house in Oregon, charging a sliding scale rate by appointment. By 2002, the house was impossible for Frances to maintain with proceeds from her tours. Her patents lapsed and earthquakes in the area left the home damaged. In 2009, Frances moved into a nursing home at the urging of her grandchildren. She didn't go quietly. After that, her quirky home was purchased and most of the self-cleaning features were dismantled. Frances Gabe died in 2016 at the age of 101. All month, we're talking about innovators. For more information and for pictures of the women we're covering, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. As always, we'll be taking a break for the weekend. Talk to you on Monday. There's a lot going on in the world right now, and more of it than ever seems to be about business. How do workers benefit from the great resignation? Will TikTok change the music industry forever? I'm Nora Ali. And I'm Scott Rogowski. And we host Business Casual, a podcast from Morning Brew that dives into the unexpected business story behind everything. We're bringing you conversations with creators, thinkers, and innovators who can tell you what it all means and why you should care. Listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 